This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies and we are recording it on Thursday. September 28th, 2023, Kingsman, the Golden Circle of Friends with Benefits, A Wonderful Life, as we know it could happen to you, only live twice in a lifetime, cop and a half, Nelson of Rambo, First Blood, Part 2 for the Roadhouse Sitter. House it Terminator to Judgment Dazed and Confused Car Cynic and Old Lace in the Hole. My guests today are Chad Opitz, Jeff Tate, and Justin Thompson. Hey guys. Hello. Hello. I only heard two of you. Oh, hello. Was the other one hello? you didn't hear? No. 
that one. Hey, let's meet everybody individually. <laughs> <laughs> let's meet everybody individually and alphabetically by first name, uh, which doesn't change it that much, I don't think. But uh, starting us off, phoning it in. I'm going to mm-hmm. say that about everybody because that's what we're all doing. Phoning it in from the Bay Area of California is Chad Opitz. Hey, Chad. How's it going, Doug? Pretty good. Uh, I hear that you're laying on the floor like a child. I am, like I'm coloring in a in a dinosaur book or something. I wish, I, you know, if you could take a picture of how you look while you're doing Whoa. that, send it to me. Uh, I'll try. I'll, I'll post it <laughs> People just—I guess they could imagine it because you're so you're so childlike in general. I've got, uh, I've got a real whimsy to me. Yeah, you have the haircut of the child in The Shining, <laughs> and you're always you're always talking with one of your fingers. <laughs> yeah, and isn't there a scene in that movie where he's drawing? Yeah, he's coloring. Oh yeah, you know he's laying on the floor coloring Absolutely. in that big gigantic hotel, mm-hmm. taking a break from riding around on his big wheel. Mm-hmm. What a life he leads. Oh, my God. I am currently in Austin, Texas for an event, a film festival I go to every year called Fantastic Fest. And uh, the theater in Austin where this is taking place, the Alamo Drafthouse uh, on Lamar, is uh, when you go through the first uh, hallway to go to where all the theaters are, uh it's like you're in the hallway of the uh, Overlook Hotel. Whoa. There's a like a, a door that's been you know smashed through with an axe, and then there's the like little twin girls. Uh, they like project them at the end of the hallway, and they appear and disappear. And uh, there's a hot lady uh, that turns into an old lady. Mm. No, they don't have that. They don't, they don't oh. go that far with it. But uh, <laughs> terrific guess, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> um also joining us today (laughs) uh oh so anyway chad how's how's san francisco treating you pretty good not bad yeah all right that's all i needed to know excellent i i'm gonna point out where everybody is today just because it's it really is interesting how we're all i'm in austin you're in the bay area joining us from the cincinnati area it's jeff tate 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 hey hello everybody What's up? Hey. Does anybody ever call you uh Tater? Sure. They do? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah. It was I'd a say. lot more uh 20 years ago I having a lot more when that right when now Ron White first broke out. Now it's all about Ron White. Uh he's the only he's the only Tater. He's gonna retire with it. Yeah. That's I mean, you know, he's retired, I guess. Which, yeah. you know, you think stand-up comedy would be one thing you don't really have to retire from as long as you, as you can still talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he still does uh, sets around Austin. Maybe you'll see him. Oh, he does? He just goes yeah. out and, like, just performs pro bono? Ba- I mean, basically, I guess. Yeah. I, ca- yeah. I can't imagine that, uh, that that he's really interested in spot pay. <laughs> <laughs> somebody should go in there and try to scoop up his money he's probably got a good tab at some of the clubs yeah, he's uh, got he's got six envelopes with 40 dollars checks in each one of them yeah exactly and that's <laughs> that's probably uh, that sounds a little a little high <laughs> well, probably a little smaller than that um 
but thanks for uh joining us today jeff are you uh you got a, a gig somewhere in the cincinnati area because i know you've been sitting in uh portland yeah i'm in of, um, of the, the uh, comedy off broadway tomorrow and saturday uh where's that Oh, Lexington. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm in, in Lexington. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's that's just a little over an hour away. So yeah, I came here. You can just, you can just drive over there. Yeah, but yeah. that's a fun. Uh, that's a fun club. The last time I recorded an album, you know, because I stopped doing that. Uh, <laughs> the last one I recorded was, uh, I think you were even there, and it was, uh, I think it was like 2017 at that club in in Lexington, and and we just called the album the the date and uh, and Lexington. Uh, for anybody oh, yeah. interested in trying to find that. Um, <laughs> I remember that. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. So say, yeah. say hello to that dude for me. And I will. Um, anybody else that shows up going, I saw you when you were here with Doug Benson. Um, <laughs> our returning champ today. Words I never thought I'd say about this man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Justin Thompson. Hey, Justin. Hey, what's up? Yeah, I got a real underdog type spirit, you know, with me you, uh, right now. You really do. And uh, how has it felt being a champion for, uh, you know, it's been a few days now. It's crazy. I go out on the street. Chicks are yelling at me. I'm signing tits. It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm sorry to say your reign might end today. Uh, yeah. But you never know. You never know. You know, I'm not Jeff familiar with Chad, but I know Jeff is a... Uh, pretty good competitor uh at whatever it is that you got planned for us yeah jeff's <laughs> real jeff's real good, good at this silly shit and um and uh chad's not, not he's no uh, uh chopped liver as they say mm -hmm. which i don't understand why they'd say you know uh you know that expression can anybody explain it <laughs> not at all what am i, I no chopped idea. liver yeah yeah, I don't know. yeah. what do you think i, I think chopped liver like what i think what, it, I, I think it was one of the first things that everybody knew that was bad. <laughs> why, why, is it, why is it chopped? Like when it's unchopped, it's better. I, like, I have to imagine it worse. You know, like why isn't the expression? What, what do you think I am? A, a greasy, slimy liver. Yeah. <laughs> they need to, they need to, they definitely need to change it up. It should be like, what do you think I am? Asparagus pee or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That really but rolls off get, the tongue. Don't get me started about asparagus pee. Because mm -hmm. uh, the years ago, when I was, uh, you know, uh, mentioning somebody's Twitter handle on this show, I called them. Uh, I said this person's Twitter name is Asparagus, and oh. I just I pronounced the P. And then it wasn't until I met the man that he said, "No, my name is Asparagus P." <laughs> oh lordy, <laughs> <laughs> Asparagus, Asparagus. Yeah, he, sh he should have um, capitalized the P so you know it's a different thing. Exactly. You know what, Jeff? He did. Oh, <laughs> okay. And I, I still didn't pick up on it. I really <laughs> thought it was first name asparagus, last initial P. Um, thank you all of you for being here today. And before we play some games, I'd like each of you to recommend one movie for our listeners to either check out or disregard based mm. on your personalities and uh, the your descriptions of the films. Starting with 
Chad Opitz, what have you got for us? Do you have anything you can recommend? Yeah, I watched one a few nights ago. Um, good time for the Halloween season coming up called Cobweb. Oh, I like it. It's called Cobweb? Cobweb. And it's about this kid whose parents are uh, mysterious and creepy. It kind of like, have you ever seen the movie Parents? Uh, the yes, Randy Quaid yes. movie? It's got a little mm-hmm. bit of that, but it's a bit less, it's a little bit more serious, I guess. It almost feels like a like a Tales from the Crypt episode in a way. Um, the, the, like the family has this big pumpkin patch in the backyard for absolutely no reason, just because it's like Halloween-y. And, uh, there's something in the walls of the house and the kids trying to figure out like if the parents like have somebody in there, like what's going on. So there's kind of a mystery element to it. And, uh, the visuals are really good. I, uh, I'd definitely recommend it for this time of year for sure. You say this, uh, is a fairly recent film. It came out in the summertime, which seems like a weird move. But yeah, it came out a few months ago, I think. Yeah, well, that's the thing about horror movies is that they're, you know, they can come out year round, but people start to get a little weirded out by uh, the idea of it in August and September because it's just like, well, couldn't you just wait a month or two for the the whole scary season? But, you know, then you got a glut of horror movies that have to compete with each other. So it's real, it's real tricky. But, um, I learned the other night playing a, in a game show style format thing uh, during Fantastic Fest that the top three months uh, to release a horror movie are, now I hope I don't fuck this up, <laughs> uh, October obviously is number one, but number two is uh, December, or no, mm-hmm. wait. No, number two is February. Number three is December. Oh. And, uh, it, it, you know, and I figured out on the spot that February would be a big month because, you know, uh, that one date, uh, Valentine's Day, is, you know, oh. of, of course there has to be a horror movie out so that couples can go do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and then Christmas time, it's just like, it's such a happy time that, of course, there's going to yeah. be counter programming. And then there's also going to be just, you know, movies with the word slay in them, you know. Absolutely. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like holiday type <laughs> horror flicks. Oh, my God. They just keep coming out with them. My friend Brian Posehn's in one called Uncle Nick. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this cobweb, I've never even heard of it. There's also an exciting development in the movie where the the bully of the young kid, the bully is played by a brand new Busey. Gary Busey oh. has like a 10-year-old kid in the movie oh. who just looks like him. Oh, that's that's reason enough to yeah. not watch right there. <laughs> a new Busey just dropped, baby. Wow. So it's like like just a little kid who looks like he can't keep his teeth in his mouth? Yeah, it's crazy. It's <laughs> wild, man. And I thought it was initially I thought it was like Jake Busey's kid, but no, it's Gary Busey's son. Does he like hoagies like uh, like his dad in Point Break? Oh, man, he better. He's better be chomping on it. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt the whole flick, yelling at Keanu. <laughs> Wait, Keanu's in Cobweb? No, he's not. I wish he was. He would have been a nice addition. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeff Tate, what do you got for us? What do you want to recommend? I want to recommend The Imposters. Ooh. Ooh. The, What's uh, that? It's that uh, it's from the late '90s, and it is the second movie that Stanley Tucci directed. Hmm. It's the one with how him. Ma- and wait, Oliver how many Platt. is he directed total? 
Just two. It's just the big, he did big night and then the imposters. It's okay. a Tucci joint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. It's, it's Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt are like mm. bad stage actors who make somebody mad and then have to hide on a boat. And I they think get I mistaken for the. Yeah, I, enjoy, I really enjoy it. It's very, it's what, delightful. What do they get mistaken for? I think other actors, like better oh. actors. Oh, okay. <laughs> So that's why they're imposters. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's very and, fun. It's uh, very fun. And it's just the whole thing's on a boat, single location. I like ninety percent of it's on the boat, maybe ninety-five percent. The very beginning yeah. is on land, and then you see the the thing happen that makes them hide, and then they're just on the boat for the rest of the time. Okay. Cause you know, I've been learning more and more about the, you know, um, uh, the single location thing is uh, obviously uh, kind of a popular thing to do uh, during the pandemic. There was a lot of movies that just take place in one place, but now it's uh, I, I think it's fun to uh, try to think of movies that, uh, you know, only have one location. Maybe that'll be a game that we will play yeah, uh, idea. someday. Uh, oh. All right. Oh, Justin, what do you have? What do you got this time? What would you like to recommend? I would like to recommend a documentary, um, Hands on a Hard Body, the documentary. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a documentary from the mid-90s about a contest put on by a radio station at a car dealership where everyone keeps their hands on a truck to try and win it. And yeah. it's it's bananas. It's great. It's the best. Um I watched this again recently and it's something I'm telling everybody about. It's uh, it's wild. There's twists, there's turns, there's an emotional arc, but the subjects are all these really ridiculous Southern folks who just show up like, yep, I'm going to win that truck. And it, ama- it it's amazing. And um, I don't know, but I feel like everyone should watch it and it's hilarious. And then the guy who had won it before is like a central character in it. And he's like this, you know, kind of cowboy philosopher type um and you can watch it online for free legally not on one of the main <laughs> streaming services if you google hands on a hard body the documentary it'll be like the third or fourth link um yeah and it's like set in like 95 or yeah a couple of dirty things will probably come up first with that <laughs> title but then, <laughs> but then you'll get yeah. to it and i i saw it you know back when it came out i i don't even know how do you know how old it is um, I think it came out in 97. I, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Okay, don't look right things now. up while we're uh, doing the show. All right. So Nothing <laughs> else. I just, the, this movie, I wanted to get the details right. Um, now we know how you won last time. No, no, no. I didn't look it up. I looked it up before. <laughs> I am not a cheat. How dare you besmirch my character in such a demeaning manner. Um, oh, oh the, did you know they adapted it into a stage musical, Doug? I did. I was going to drop that news on you because what a weird thing to turn into a musical. And it was, but the, but the music kind of had a kind of a country kind of feel to it. And uh, the stage show, one of the actors with his hand on the car, or maybe he played the other guy. I don't, I don't know, but uh, one of them was uh, the great uh, Keith Carradine. Um, Cause he's a good singer and, but he has that like twangy kind of, He's good at that kind of stuff, but what an, yeah, it's, you know, 
I've been watching, uh, you know, over the years, these like competitions they do on reality shows like Survivor and Big Brother, where they make somebody stand or touch something, you know, for a long time. And whoever lasts the longest wins, you know, and it goes like, you know, 20 hours or some shit like that. But do you recall how long the hands on a hard body contest, how long it took before there was a winner? It goes into multiple days. Like more than like two full days. Um, yeah. And they have to yeah, continually it's... just touch this truck. And the other thing is, is you have to, you know, the people don't have to just stand there quietly. They can stand there and talk shit if they want, you know, yeah. and be I weird. Think they're given like a five minute break every hour to like piss and stretch their legs. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it's, you know, they do get a small break, but they still, you know. Do it yeah. for like over 24 hours and then it yeah. just gets really ridiculous. It's crazy. And uh, I, I do recommend it as well. Um, but I am interested in Cobweb and the imposters. I think this is uh, a, a good selection. I don't, I doubt there's any person listening right now that's seen all three of these, of these movies. If there is reach out to me and I will give you a special prize. It's called, <laughs> Uh, it, it's a certificate that I'll draw myself that says you saw three movies. <laughs> yeah, put that on your resume. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. As soon as I offered a prize, I was like, I got to offer a shitty prize so no one even bothers <laughs> me. Uh, but thanks for all those recommendations. And um, you know what? I'm going to recommend a movie. Yeah. But after the break. We'll be right back. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're back. And I know you're dying to hear what I want to recommend. Uh, but it's going to be folded into this first game we're going to play because I'm currently, as I said, in Austin, Texas for a fantastic fest. Today's the last day. I'm going to the closing night party tonight, and uh, they do weird stuff at these uh, closing night parties at Fantastic Fest, and this year is no exception. I've been asked if I want to participate in a thing where they draw some of your blood and then make it into sausage and then you eat it. Oh, what? Right? What? Doesn't that sound it... absolutely horrible? No. <laughs> what what was your answer? All you said was you were asked to do it. Did you agree to do it? No. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, thanks, but no, no thanks. And then the person laughed. <laughs> was this a promo? Was it a promo for one of the movies? Why would they do that? No, because the guy that runs uh, Fantastic Fest, the guy who dreamed it up, uh, his name's Tim League, and he's uh, he, he also was the founder of Alamo Drafthouse Cinema Chain. And uh, he just uh, has crazy ideas all the time. Like, I didn't participate in this either, but the first day of the festival, a bunch of people went out to a field with shotguns and uh, shot at things that when you hit them, they would actually explode. Okay. Yeah, wow. so they'd make these little explosions just if you hit the target, you know. So he's always up to stuff like that. He's always got crazy things he's doing. And, you know, I'll be there tonight and may, maybe witness somebody else do it or something. But 
I just don't even get how they can turn your blood into a sausage that you can eat. And someone told me today that if someone, if you make your own blood sausage of your own blood and you, and someone that's not you eats it, then it's illegal. <laughs> what? <laughs> what yeah. a weird law. You can only eat, you can only eat your own blood. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, but they've got to be mixing. It's the called the like vampire law, right? <laughs> what? They gotta be sorry to step yeah. on your joke, but uh, they gotta be mixing it with like pork or something, right? Like it's not yeah. just blood. Oh, yeah, sausage. they do something with it because well, because then I guess that's what blood sausage is is when you normally get it. It's the maybe the you know the blood of the animals involved or something. But I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, I what I know about sausage, you could write on the size of side of one wiener. Um, <laughs> That should be what they do. They should do that instead of doing the blood sausage thing. Um, so anyway, uh, that was a fun sidebar. But my point is that uh, I'm at this festival and they show lots of uh, fun uh, movies. It's a genre festival. So all the movies tend to be science fiction, fantasy or horror or a mix thereof. And lots of, uh, you know disgusting things this this year i've been pretty lucky i haven't seen anything uh too gross nothing that's uh freaked me out too much but also last night they showed saw 10 and i didn't uh i didn't go to that because i'm not a i've only seen one saw movie have you guys seen any saw movies i've never seen saw i saw the first (laughs) first three three or four yeah yeah Yeah. you really you were in it for a while and then dipped yeah not my yeah. thing. No, I mean that's the thing is I, the first one sounded like I was like, oh, that doesn't sound appealing to me. Carrie Elwes and uh, someone sawing off their own thing. Mm-hmm. No thanks. And then, <laughs> and then I don't need, to, I don't need to see uh, a prince. What's his name for Princess Bride? Do that. And then um, uh, I saw Saw Two. I got tricked into seeing. Well, not tricked into. It, I just went and, and uh, like on a date or something and. <laughs> And um, in that one, there's somebody gets like a drill in their head while, you know, like while they're awake, they get like somebody takes a power drill and puts it into their brain. Like that's the most disgusting part of that one. And so then I was done. I've never looked back. Not even Chris Rock could get me to see no. uh, that last one spiral. But now this new one, Jigsaw, that, that character, who I think died in one of the movies. Now he's back for some reason. So maybe it's a prequel or he's a ghost. But um, uh, people, the buzz here at the festival is that it has the most disgusting, it has one scene in it that's the most disgusting scene of any Saw movie. So now I'm extra out. I'm definitely not going to see it. (laughs) Um, But this morning, because, you know, they show movies all day. So this morning before doing the show today, I went and saw a, a movie called Eileen. And it stars Anne Hathaway and Thomasin McKenzie. And I loved it. It's really good. It's a period piece, which both of those actresses are great at. And um, it just really has some surprising twists and brings it all home in a mere 97 minutes. Mm. Um, <laughs> so uh, even Leonard Malton can't say it was too long. So yeah. inspired by seeing that movie today, this game we're going to play is called Come On, Eileen. Oh, yeah. I'll say a quote (laughs) from a movie. I'll say a quote from a movie. 
in some sort of silly voice. And then you tell me if it was uttered by Anne Hathaway or Thomason McKenzie or neither. So it really is just basically a guessing game. Chad's going to go first. If he doesn't get it, then Jeff gets a shot. And then if Jeff doesn't get it, then Justin gets a gimme point. And whenever somebody gets right, the, the next person will start us off. Are you ready, Chad? Yes. Uh, who said it? Hathaway, McKenzie, or neither? You really are an idiot. Oh, my God. I mean, that could be anybody. Right? You really are an <laughs> or idiot. Or neither. It could be anybody or nobody. Hmm. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I'm gonna go halfway on this one. You're going halfway. So I can I can just see her saying that in in my head. Well, I'm out here on the road, so I don't have my sound effects, but I'll give you an idea of what it would sound like with my mouth. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Damn it! Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> Damn. Jeff, is it? What you? Which one did you say, <laughs> Chad? Halfway. Uh, that's incorrect. Jeff, is it uh, Mackenzie or neither? I'm going to say neither. Guess what, Justin? What's that? You're already winning. Oh! Incorrect. Oh, what you, what's God. your answer, Justin? Oh, um... <laughs> <laughs> Thompson. Thompson Mackenzie, yeah. yeah. She's got a fun... Her first name does sound like a last name. And she says that to the title character in Jojo Rabbit. Oh. There were lots of other quotes from that movie, but for some reason it tends to always be about Nazis or Jewishness. So I thought that might be a little, <laughs> make it a little, little too easy. Uh, all right. So Justin's on the board. We're back to Chad. Hmm. What do you think of this? Hmm. <laughs> Who do you think this is? Hathaway, Mackenzie, or neither? I had a dream my life would be so different from this hell I'm living. Ooh. Ooh, let me try it as Vincent Price. I had a dream. No, I can't do this. I had a dream yeah. my life would be so different yeah. from this hell. From this hell I'm living. Yeah. That's Vincent Price's um, MLK impression. Um, uh, I'm going to go. That sounds like a line from Les Miserables. So I'm, I'm going Hathaway on this one. Dude, you fucking figured it out. That's right. It's what Hathaway sings as Fantine in Les Mis. If I had a sound effect, it would sound like this. That's pretty good. Yeah. You're on the board. Jeff, are you ready? Yes. You're a big Les Mis fan, right? Big, big. I still, I, I still have... bread every day. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you at least have a good. You have a reference from. Yeah, uh, uh, all my, my friends regularly tell me that I'm on my Jean Valjean bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dude, I'm always saying that about Jeff. <laughs> Again with this Jean Valjean bullshit. <laughs> it's the craziest. It's the craziest story that that lame is because you know, uh, like dude gets caught stealing bread for because his fan, you know, to 
you know, because he's starving or whatever. And, um, you know, and he gets thrown in jail and then he breaks out of jail. And Russell Crowe is like, like I'm going to fucking I'm going to nip this in the bud and uh, I'm going to get this guy for escaping from jail. Then the guy uh, starts you know, becomes a titan of industry. Next thing you know, he's like rich and has this big factory. And uh, then Russell Crowe shows up and he's like, mm, you look familiar. But he had like a beard, you know, when he was uh, when he was destitute and went to jail. So then, uh, you know, Russell Crowe doesn't figure out it's him. And then, it's you know, back and forth through the movie, you know, it's <laughs> but the point is, eventually Russell Crowe is so upset that he can't catch this bread thief that he kills himself. Damn. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I definitely, I definitely saw it, but some of this seems like news to me. <laughs> <laughs> seems a little drastic, but who knows? You know? He just throws himself off a building. And like in the stage show, it's really fun because a guy, it's off of a bridge and he just stands in the middle of a bridge and he raises his hands above his head. And then they just lift the bridge up really fast while he's standing there. And uh, it looks like he jumps off of it. Um, but in the movie, Russell Crowe, <laughs> really, he really falls off a building, and just like takes a header. It's like one of those falls where like, you know, like in Titanic, you know, when the guy hits the propeller on the way down. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he gets dinged. It's like, oh, there's this one lady that falls out of, a, out of the building in Towering Inferno. I think her name was Jennifer Jones. When she dies, when she falls out of the building, she does the same thing. She like doesn't just fall next to it. She's like her head dings it at one point. It's like, oh, yeah. why does this horrible thing have to be made more horrible? Um, like, why do they have to have a head injury on the way down? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what's going on? Douglas Movies. Which podcast are we doing? Chad has one. <laughs> Justin has one. Jeff uh, is, uh, wait. Yeah, Jeff is up now. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. I'm going to do this one as uh, Marvin the Martian. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie Hathaway or neither. Peace has cost you your strength. Victory has defeated you. Uh, that's Anne Hathaway. Incorrect. Oh. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I thought I could trick you by sounding confident. No, I I really do need to double check when you have that kind of confidence. I have to look down and make sure. <laughs> I thought I knew the answer until you said that so confidently. Justin, what do you think of your remaining choices, which are neither or Thomas and McKenzie? All right, so it's not Castaway. I'm gonna go with neither. <laughs> Dude, you did it. Oh. That is correct. Whoa. That is, let me tell you how, let me say it how it's, let me tell you the proper way that it should be said. <laughs> Peace has cost you your strength. Victory has defeated you. Oh, That's geez. Bane from Dark Knight Rises. Oh, damn. Yeah. Man, She's I in the thought same it movie. was. She's yeah, in the that's same the movie, movie I, I thought it was you. from. I tricked you, Jeff. <laughs> no, for oh, my man. trick, I, I gave Catwoman one of Bane's lines, oh. and uh, it fooled you. Oh, I fooled you. There was this guy named Greg Ta Travis. He used to do 
uh, stand-up comedy. He's kind of he's an actor. He's like he's like this the sleazy guy in uh, Showgirls, which is a funny sentence because who isn't sleazy in Showgirls? <laughs> but um, he uh, he used to do stand-up comedy, and his ending bit was the same every night, you know. And I I was like the MC, and he was um, uh, he'd do this bit called a punk magician, and he'd put on like a fake mohawk. And then do magic if it was like a punk rock guy doing magic, you know. So he'd do the he'd do the the voice, and then he'd be like, "Fuck you, it's magic!" After every trick, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and it just reminded me of that the way I was talking. He'd just be like, "I fooled you." <laughs> <laughs> it was just really, really, really rude because most magicians are usually like you know. They're cocky, but they're fairly polite about it. They act humble, you know, they act like, you know. But this guy was really in people's faces about it. Um, <laughs> if we had to go to a tie, I was going to say uh, a line um, to settle it. Your face looks really weird, Granny. Does anybody recognize Ooh. that? Uh, that sounds like a Little Red Riding Hood thing. Yeah. Uh is that Hathaway too? Was she like was she in something like that? Yeah, Hathaway is the voice of Little Red in um a movie called Hoodwinked. Was that what it's from? Yeah. Okay, hell yeah. Yeah. But that was just, you know, I was just saying that for fun. There's no there's no beating Justin at this point. He won that game. And wow. he gets to go first in our next game that's gonna determine a winner today, and we'll do that after this break. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back. Did you guys have a chance to get some snacks or mm -hmm. touch a truck for a few hours? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for letting oh, yeah. me do that. I did both. <laughs> I touched. I touched a snack truck for a few hours. Whoa! I touched a yeah, I, truck. I'm in a pretty cool neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, let me ask you another question about hands and a hard body. Since you just watched it, and I don't. I don't remember if this happens or not. But I know they're allowed to like. They have to have a hand on it, but they can like switch hands as long as there is continuous, like right. They can like move from one hand to the other, yeah. but they just have to make sure they're continually touching it with one or the other. Yeah, that's right. And did anybody did anybody get disqualified because they fucked that up? They like accidentally tried to do that, but like didn't the timing wasn't right. Um. Yeah, I don't want to give everything away, you know, teasing it for people who haven't <laughs> seen it. But yeah, definitely. And they also have to wear gloves because they said uh, the sweat and oils from their hands could damage the paint of the truck. So they have to wear these uncomfortable <laughs> oh. gloves the whole time. And then they start taking off the gloves and having one glove on. And uh, yeah, people slip up when they're like delirious after being up for like 48 hours. Oh, How many people does it start out? Like 10, 20? I think it's around 20. 20? Wow. All right. I might have as to As many people as can that. stand around a small pickup truck. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then, uh, you know, hoping to go home with it. And like, I, I assume that some of them were not exactly rich and they really needed that truck. Yeah. There's one guy's like, well, uh, I'd rather have a truck than a car because a car, you just take your place, but a truck can work. You know, you can haul shit. You can help people move. You can earn money with a truck. I'm like, oh, man, this guy's got a plan together. Um, yeah. That's and you can out. also, you can earn money with a car, as it turns out, too, because, you know, you can put stuff in it. Yeah. And you can well, give people a ride. You put your mind called, to it. Called you Uber. know, if you focus. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's this, right. Was, this was long before ride share, like, was an option. Like, he couldn't just, you know. Uh, drive people around okay and, and it's in like a small town in like texas you know yeah mm -hmm. yeah so they need that truck so it's really it's really dramatic and a great great subject for a uh a documentary um but oh in case i wasn't clear about it though that, that movie eileen i was talking about earlier with Anne hathaway she's great she's so good in it i think she might get like a you know might have some oscar potential there but um you know she might you know, meet a man named Oscar and settle down. But, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, Jeff is probably tired of, uh, how poorly, uh, it's going for him today. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He might turn it around this next game. It's true. He might. So in this next game, Justin's going to go first and then we're going to go to Jeff and then to Chad. Cause we, you know, we switch the order around when it's a new game and we're going to play a little something that I call purple rain, man, deluxe. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. This is a regular purple rain, rain man. This is a new version of it. We used to do Purple Rain Man where, and still might at some point, where I say the third build people in a movie mashup title and then uh, the second build and then the first and then people jump in with the correct answer as soon as they know it. But this is a, a slightly different take on that because I will tell Justin the uh, two actors' names and then he gets a chance to guess just from the third build people and uh if he doesn't get it or passes because he, he has no idea then it goes to jeff and then to chad and so if none of you get it then i tell you the second build people and you go through in order again and uh and then all the way up to the first build people and hopefully once i said the first build people somebody uh will definitely know it in each case but these are extremely difficult so nobody should feel bad if they uh can't figure one of these out uh, <laughs> i'm gonna I feel like it, shit doug yeah well justin have you played this game before no but i really need this doug okay <laughs> so <laughs> so just to give you an example like first build in the mashup title Purple Rain Man. For Purple Rain, it would be Prince. And for Rain Man, it would be, uh, you know, Dustin Hoffman. So those those would be the top build people for to end in the result Purple Rain Man. Okay. Just so you understand so, how. So in this deluxe version, you're going to give me two third build names? Yeah, and it, that's all, right. all you get. And you, and you, but you get to guess without, uh, you know, Jeff jumping in and making you look... Mm -hmm. Uh, foolish, making me look like a dumbass. Uh, all right, yeah. and then I guess the the, the mashup <laughs> title. All right, just making sure we got it all clear. <laughs> yeah, 
And uh, you know, on third on the third build pairs, do not feel bad if you don't have any idea because you know third build people are. I'm swinging just, for the fences. They're just a menace. Either way, third build people are a menace, and they should not be allowed. Okay, there should only be two characters in every movie. <laughs> uh, here's your third, and so so. And Whoever heard of a Jeff, three-hander? Yeah, exactly. But Jeff and Chad both, uh, you know, just. Just a reminder, don't don't like yell it out if you know it. It's just Justin first. Okay. Third build Justin in this movie mashup title are Lionel Jeffries and Vincent Gardenia. Okay, let's go to Jeff. Jeff, what do you think? <laughs> nope. Nope. Jeff doesn't know it, Chad. Nope. No. Nope. He doesn't know it. All right. Just had to get that out of the way. There's no way anybody was gonna get it based off of that. This only makes it slightly easier. Second build in these movies, along with Lionel Jeffries and Vincent Gardini are the third build. Second build, Sally Ann Howes is the, in the first title, and Robert De Niro. A second build, Robert De Niro. That can't have happened very often. Uh, is in the second movie. Justin, any... Wanna make any right. attempt to guess? Yeah, I wanna guess. All right, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're not you weren't kidding. This is a really tough game. Um oh, yeah. what <laughs> you shouldn't really it's not likely anybody knows who Sally Ann Howes is. No. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna take that top name maybe to really get it going, but you know, that's the thing is you might have an idea what the second title is, but that, you know. It helps. Jeff will tell you. You can piece it together sometimes, but uh, meet the yeah. parent traps. <laughs> yeah, of course. Robert De Niro was in uh, Meet the Parents, which would be the you know the second title. So, like, uh -huh. if Sally ha Ann House was in a movie called Dead Meat, then <laughs> yeah. then it would be Dead Meat the Parents. But that's not the case. Jeff, do you have any idea? Uh, Children of a Lesser Godfather Part Two. Wow. Yeah. See, this is how Jeff plays. He plays Man. dirty, and he plays fast. <laughs> but that is not the correct answer. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Dirt, dirty, fast, and wrong. That's my style. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chad, do you have any? Uh, Man, any I, idea? I don't know either. The first two, like the what, Lionel Jeffries or Sally Ann House. So I have no idea with that one. Mm -hmm. Um, I also can't think of a movie that uh De Niro and Gardenia were in together. So I'm just kind okay. of I got nothing for this one yet. All right, let's go to Justin with the he's gonna get the full information now. All he's gonna names. drop it like it's hot. Uh. <laughs> yeah. First build are Dick Van Dyke and Michael Moriarty. Michael Moriarty. Yeah. What the hell? I told you this is a tough one. Wow. But it's fun to say and it's fun to think about. Wow. Is it something like what? Uh, uh, <laughs> Mary Poppins Sideman. <laughs> <laughs> Side Man. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, but no. Jeff, have you figured it out? Oh man, no. Uh, ch chitty chitty bang 
Bang. Wow, well, fuck. Uh, Bang Joel Hart. What's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Bangle Hart. I like Bangle Hart. Uh, <laughs> Angel, Angel Hart. Uh, no, that's uh, incorrect. Uh, Chad? Man, I. I got. I do have nothing. I wish I had. I, I got. I had no idea what the hell either one of these movies are. Michael Moriarty is a pitcher, and Robert De Niro is a catcher on a baseball team, and they're buddies. And Robert De Niro's kind of his character is kind of dumb, and then he uh, he gets a terminal illness, uh, and the movie is called Bang the Drum Slowly. Oh, so the full title. Oh, wow. Chitty bang, bang the drum slowly. Oh, man, that's great. Wow. <laughs> All right. I was, I almost said that. <laughs> it's yeah. just the thing. It's a real no. tip of the so tongue Jeff, sometimes. You Jeff just wasn't even that far off. Yeah, I was thinking chitty, chitty, bang, bang something, but yeah. Yeah. Jeff figured out the chitty, chitty, bang, bang part, but uh, here we go. Here's the, here's the next round, starting again with. Justin, third build are Julie Harris and Adam Brody. Hmm. Okay, Adam Brody. Mm -hmm. All right, that's a a (laughs) name. All right, hold on, hold on. I'll pass. Okay, Jeff. I thought he was going to get it, so I forgot the names. <laughs> Julie Harris and Adam Brody are third build. Uh, the Mr. and Mrs. Smith. The Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Smith. That's incorrect. Chad? Oh, I got it. I don't even know who Julie Harris is. I'm screwed on this one, too. Right. Okay. Justin, here's your second build, people. Brian Brown and Angelina Jolie. Okay. It's hard to think of a picture where Jolie is going to be second. Um, I feel like Jeff was getting close. Uh, Hold on. What were the two names for the first movie again? Julie Harris and Brian Brown. Can't say I'm familiar with their uh, their work. So, um... couple of hacks. <laughs> <laughs> Not real A listers, huh? So, I got nothing. Jeff, gorillas in the Mister and Mrs. Smith. Oh, that is correct. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a wow. Yeah. Jeff. Top build Sigourney Weaver and of course Brad Pitt. Gorillas in the Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That was great. Yeah. Jeff's on the board. Gonna get it. Chad's up first on this next one. Oh no. Yeah. (laughs) It's important. It's important that you um, probably go back to character actor uh, lessons. Yes. Because the names can be a little little obscure but i think you might know this first gentleman who is third build his name he's been on douglas movies and his Mm. name is alan tudyk oh yeah and then uh third build in the other movie is a gentleman named michael berryman 
Oh, man. You know him? I do know Michael Berryman. Okay, so. Oh, man. What do you think? Third build. Okay. Uh, oh, man. Uh, uh, damn, I'm, I'm going to pass. Okay. I, think, I can't think of a proper mix. No, it's, it's smart, too, also, like. I think it strategically, you don't want to say. Yeah, I don't want to give, give anything away because I have one idea. Yeah, you give Jeff half of it, he might run away with the whole yep, thing. Yep, that's how I feel about my blood sausage. <laughs> <laughs> what if I agreed to eat the blood sausage with someone else's blood in it? I don't think the illegal part is like trick is that they. <laughs> I don't think it's illegal to trick somebody eating it into eating your blood. I think it's you just, know, just an illegal activity in general. I mean, they got a lot of laws in Texas I'm not I'm probably not familiar with. Just always trying to control our bodies, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whose turn is it? I think it's Justin's. Yeah, it's Justin's. Justin, did you get a chance to guess on this one? No. Uh, all right. Alan, two dicks. And who was the other name? <laughs> Michael Barry Barry's man Barry man. Oh, Michael Barry one dick man. Barry's man. Uh huh. Mm. Nothing. Nothing. Jeff. Um, Rogue One for the money. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Jeff likes to take a swing, but that is not the answer. So, Chad, you get. The second build people now. This is a real opportunity for you. Right. They are Diego Luna Ooh. and Louise Fletcher. Louise Fletcher. Oh. Wait a minute. Uh Rogue One flew over the cuckoo's nest. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Holy shit. Wow. Top build, of course, are Felicity Jones and good old Jack Nicholson Ooh. in Rogue One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Wow. Um, so those kind of got a little easier as we went along. I did, I did an okay job with that. But now we have apologies to Justin. Hang out a second because we want to you know, get your plugs and stuff and remind people that your name on your social handles is weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chad and Jeff are going to uh battle this one out uh oh for the for the for the win and uh we're gonna start with jeff and uh i think you'll get it right out of the gate but <laughs> who know, you never know you never know <laughs> well god damn it yeah we'll see we'll see what happens third build louise guzman and martin short Whoa, whoa, Martin Short. Mm -hmm. Third build, Luis mm -hmm. Guzman. <laughs> Always third build. <laughs> Always perpetually third build, Luis Guzman. Yeah. Um. Shit. No, I don't. I don't have a guess right now. Okay, Chad. I don't either. Okay, I'll give you the next names, Jeff. If this doesn't do it. I'm going to jump through the phone. 
I'm going to jump through the phone like Freddy Krueger. Second build, John Travolta and Chevy Chase. Travolta. Okay. All right. John Travolta and Luis Guzma should be so much easier than it is right now. Yeah, what? Right? But just (laughs) figure out the first word of the second movie. Right, and that one has... Wait, who's in the second movie? Chevy Chase and Martin Short. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, you're right. I know that. <laughs> I know which one. It <laughs> I know that one. Um, ah, fuck. I don't know. No guess. <laughs> God damn, dude. Uh, Chad? I, again, I'm stuck on the, on the, the first one. The D- Travolta Guzman. I'm, I'm going to take a... Uh, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, oh, man. Uh, get shorty three amigos. I don't know, dude. That's that's too much of a stretch, dude. I don't it's know. Too bad they didn't they didn't do a, a get shorty movie where uh, John Travolta wouldn't get top feeling. Oh, um, man. I feel like such an idiot. <laughs> that's OK. It's fun to be an idiot. Like, uh, you know, like Elsa said to Jojo Rabbit. Uh, you really are an idiot. You really yes, are fucking idiot. stupid, Jojo. All right. Uh, Jeff, are you ready for the uh, the big finish? Yeah. It's going to it's going to hit you like a lightning bolt. OK. Top build in the first movie. I'm not going to tell you it's top build in the second movie. Uh, top bill of the first movie is Denzel Washington. Oh, and the taking of Pelham one, two, oh, three amigos. Oh my god, <laughs> that is it. Oh man, it. he did it. He's Good our work. winner. Good work. <laughs> Congratulations, Yay. Jeff. What would you like to plug today, Jeff? Well, the first uh, two weeks of December, I'm doing a nice little run with uh, our our pals, uh, Billy Wayne Davis, Dave Ooh. Stone, and Ryan Singer. We're doing like Biloxi and uh, ba- uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, Houston, um, some stuff in New Mexico, Denver. Like, so check that out. Look at uh, look at the Instagram at Jeff Tate. We'll tell you Ooh. all of that information. And November 18th. I'm doing, there's a new club in Columbus called The Attic. Not affiliated with the the Comedy Attic, but just a new club called The Attic, and I will be there Saturday, November 18th. In Columbus, Wyoming? Columbus, Ohio, correct. Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah, that one, sorry. <laughs> I don't even know if there's a Columbus in, in Wyoming, but I do think it's funny that there are, are Columbuses in other places other than Ohio, but you just immediately go to ohio when you hear it because it's the biggest one i guess um yeah the attic okay it doesn't doesn't seem like there's you know any uh tall buildings in that area that would have an attic <laughs> no this is the only one it's easy to find <laughs> uh and uh jeff can you join us uh um it, I, I think it's going to be a different time on sunday but you you think you might be available sunday to uh, be on the next episode uh yeah 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 um I have one thing to do but it's uh I can work around it so don't right, yeah, don't worry 
I'll put you down for at least a maybe, but it'll probably be a yes. And Justin Thompson, what a run you had. Yeah, um, it, was, it was really something. Yeah, you uh, won that last show, and then you came back today. Uh, it's to lose just, gracefully. Um, <laughs> just just do Tompso? What is, how does your... Uh, all right, so what my Instagram, it? it's really dumb. It's Tompso Justin. It's my last name and then my first name. Tompso. Justin, yeah, yeah. Got it. Uh-huh. and Got it. um, yeah. I uh, my, if you're in New York, I have a monthly show. It's called Drop Up Video. You can find that on Instagram at Drop Up Video, and then I'm tagged in the description there, so that's an easy way to find me. Um, every month at Pine Box Rock Shop. Uh, currently, uh, our next date is October 13th. We'll be back on November 10th. It's the second Friday. Um, or if you're into Twitch, you can catch me on there at Thompson TV. Amazing, and thank you. Hey, Chad opens. Yes, sir. Give me your plugs, buddy. What do you got coming up? I'm doing the uh, Santa Cruz Comedy Fest on October seventh. No way! I am. That's got to be an amazing fest. Santa Cruz is awesome. Yeah, it's very fun. There's a lot of cool headliners this year. I got Moshe Kasher and Marcelo Arguello, Louis Katz. Um, I'm doing four shows on the seventh. I'm including one full music set. Doing a music set and three stand-up sets right afterwards. Wow, all right. Yeah, That's the Santa Cruz all... Comedy Festival? Yeah, all over the Santa Cruz downtown area. That sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Tell it when you're there, tell him that, that I would like to do it. I'm going to tell Oh, he'll be very excited to hear that. I will tell him. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> oh, will he, will he hit a gong or something? What just happened? Mm-hmm. What's... <laughs> there's, a, there's a church near where I'm staying. You're right here at church? I'm near a church, yeah, and they wanted to let everybody know it's it's six o'clock or whatever. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's the perfect time for us to uh, to be wrapping it up. I should have that as part of the show. Just a, a church uh, bell goes off when the time is up. Um, <laughs> did I did I get my plugs in? No. Um, I'm doing the Benson movie interruption. <laughs> oh my god, it's going to ring six times, Jeff. It already has. <laughs> okay, good. I'm doing a Benson movie interruption Tuesday uh, at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. Uh, super fun show where people bring in their DVDs or Blu-rays, and then we uh, all vote as an audience to pick one and watch it. And watching it with me will be, and commenting, will be Paul Tompkins, Pat Oswalt, and Whoa. Mae Martin. So that's a fun uh, uh Fun lineup. October 7th, I'm doing stand-up in San Diego at the American Comedy Co. Comedy Co. Uh, that's um, at 420. And uh, I'll be moving Douglas Movies as a new home on the uh, third Tuesday of every month uh, at 7.30, I think. Maybe 8. I think 7.30. We'll be at the uh, Improv Lab at the world-famous West Hollywood Improv in Los Angeles and all of my dates are at douglasmovies.com. Thank you again to Chad Opitz, Jeff Tate and Tom. So Justin, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks, Doug. uh, you know, I always end now with a uh, last line from a uh, motion picture and uh, it's usually relevant in some way. And in this case, it's the last line from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. As always, let's go. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie.
eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves 